Well, happy midday devotional day. I thought we'd have a little fun music kind of signing in and everything. And um, so it's good to have you here. Uh, uh, my name is uh, uh, Brian Klein, and I'm one of the pastors here at Kearney Freed. It's good to have you all here with us today. You know, it's uh, every time I get online, I kind of look and I say, man, I can't wait till um you know, the reopening, and so I can go get a haircut. It's, it's getting a little bushy. And uh, so, but uh, it's good to have you all here with us today. And I wanted to uh, just uh, welcome you. We're, we are, uh, we are uh, getting excited about uh, what they have been talking about as far as reopening and stuff. And we've got a team. Our leadership team is... Uh, uh, working feverishly of what that's going to look like and how that's all going to happen. I wish I could tell you more details, but details will be coming um, up shortly. But uh, um, we are getting ramped up and getting ready to go um, within the next week or so. So we are we're excited about that. You know, our church vision statement is every person matters. And you know, I just want you to know that you matter to us. That's why we uh, wanted to spend some time every noon hour uh, for a half hour, just being able to say, touch base and just say, hey, how you doing? We're thinking of you. We have some thoughts we want to share with you because every one of us are going through uh, some form of a change and some form of challenges in, in our life. So I wanted to... Um, uh, just take this time to say I appreciate everybody who has signed on uh, throughout these past weeks. I think it's been like, are we at 40 days or over 40 days? I mean, you just think of that. That's been, this has been an incredible, incredible journey. And, um, you know, I got to thinking about Jesus being in the wilderness um, 40 days and being tempted. And, you know, you kind of read that and you just kind of, think well yeah that's a long time but then all of a sudden you go through what we've gone through here and it's kind of like wow i mean that was a long time for jesus to um you know off by himself isolated in the wilderness all alone um and and then being tempted by the enemy through all that as well so um uh incredible incredible uh testament uh, to our savior and what he uh you know just went through and uh what he endured on our behalf right so hey i want to go through some announcements here uh first of all it's good to see travis on and and uh, steve it's good to see you on brother praying for you tasha it's good to have you on as well and and Dorothy, you signed on early. You were the first one on. Julie, it's good to have you on. Megan, uh, it's good to see you watching and being with us as well. So it's good to have all of you on here. And, you know, at any point in time uh, during our, our talk or as we are sharing um, uh, this noon hour, if you want to um, put a statement in, uh, put an emoji up, that's my way of being able to stay engaged with you. So I kind of like watching that. And uh, and that kind of helps me know that I'm just not talking to a computer screen, that there is someone else on the other side. So um, I, want, I wanted to 
um, go through some announcements with you. Then I want to go into a devotional for you that God has been teaching me um, through this time. And I want to be able to hopefully inspire you as well as we are in this stage of the uncertain times. Looking forward to something that is uncertain. We don't know what that's going to look like to reopen. And, um, you know, what's all going to happen. So um, I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Just some uh, announcements that I want to go, uh, updates that I want to go through with you um, uh, this noon hour. Uh, storehouse, Home for Now bags are still by appointment only. They are faithfully uh, meeting those needs and uh, reaching out and making sure uh, families are getting food and, and all of that. You can once again go to Carney efree.com slash sh needs that's storehouse needs abbreviation sh needs or you could call 308-455-3302 okay and uh so they're still they could still use some help there and if you have the time and uh really have a desire to want to be able to make a difference in someone and come alongside That'd be a great opportunity. Monday night, uh, Carrie's doing an awesome job. Carrie Carpenter's doing an awesome job with the ladies and gathering at 6 p.m. and having great studies there as well. And uh, so just remember that, ladies, uh, Monday night, 6 p.m. for that. Um, Wednesdays, uh, I've started this the last two weeks. I thought I'd just mention it to you. Um, There are those that have lost loved ones. And social distancing is hard when you're grieving. Uh, Grieving's hard in and of itself. But, uh, and so uh, from 1230 to 1.30, um, we have an opportunity for those who are lost loved ones and just are going through the process of grieving. If you'd want to join us, you can uh, email Carrie at Carrie. Carrie at carneyefree.com. Let her know that you'd be interested in uh, um, getting into a group uh, Zoom uh, video conference together with me. And we talk through just the process of grieving, what that looks like, and 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 all of that. So um, if you're interested in that, contact Carrie, our care ministry director. She does an awesome job of um helping care for people and getting people lined up that way. Men's Forge, we're still going on, 6 a.m., Facebook Live. We start a new series, um, being, being a Godly Man in Times of Uncertainty. And so we're going next six weeks, we're going to go through the book of Philippians. Had a great study this morning. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, Saturday night, 6.30, E-Free Kids Saturday night. That's a lot of fun. Even if you don't have kids, sign on and enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. They have a great time together. And uh, so 6.30, Saturday evening, live stream. Sunday mornings, once again, 9.15, 11 a.m., 1.30 will be the bilingual. Uh, 6 p.m. is C20. And uh, this will be the first Sunday. Um, uh, of the month, and so I'm uh, would be encouraging you to be thinking about uh, communion time, uh, maybe at home. You know, think about doing that together uh, with uh, and remembering um, our Lord with us. So um, uh, I want to do that as well. 
Um, just some other um, announcements, storehouse, uh, just regular storehouse needs coming up. Um, storehouse has a ministry, a garden ministry called Common Ground. And they team together with YMCA and they have garden plots that they have individuals uh, plant uh, garden in and so forth. So they're needing uh, some volunteers. Um, uh, uh, when you have a garden, you know that it takes weeding and trimming and uh, taking care of it that way. If you're if you're kind of a person that loves to get in the dirt and just do the weeding and stuff, uh, contact the uh, storehouse ministry at storehouse at carneyfree.com. Email them and tell them what you'd be interested in. They'd love to have you helping them out that way. Also, uh, they're just starting to plant. Uh, uh, I imagine like tomatoes and those kind of things. It's kind of exciting, right? And uh, so they need uh, empty milk jugs, okay? And if you could rinse those out really good and clean those up, and then you can drop them off at the church here. And there's a section in the north hallway that uh, it's called, uh, uh, it's marked for the garden. And they will we'll leave them there and they can use those um, um, empty jugs uh, there. Uh, for their gardening. And then later in the summer and uh, fall, uh, they will need people that will help in harvesting the garden and um, and also in doing canning and, and freezing stuff. So if that is something you'd love to be able to do, help in canning, freezing, harvesting, harvesting is always fun, right? And uh, But you would like to be able to teach others how to do it, uh, sign up, um, inquire, they'd be happy to get you on board with that as well. Just some other community opportunities coming up uh, as well. Uh, Two Rivers Health has sent out a, an email this morning that they're looking, they are really in need of bilingual volunteers to assist with the COVID-19 testing in Gibbon and Dawson County. Trying to get communication out to those um, of our Hispanic brothers and sisters out in the community and being able to explain how to um, uh, get ready, prepare, uh, and understand the process of this. You, you would work alongside the National Guard to interpret information during the COVID-19 testing. They'll, they'll provide the PPEs, the Personal Protection Equipment, PPE. There's a lot of initials these days, aren't there? So they will provide you all the personal equipment and protection for you, and it'd be high quality. So if you would be interested in that, contact me, uh, Brian at CarneyFree.com, and I would happy be happy to get you in, in contact with the um, individual um, in the community engagement uh, uh, area, uh, not the community engagement uh, of uh, Buffalo County and get you contacted with them as well. There is uh, also a homebound resident in Kearney, no connection with our church or anything, but they uh, need a volunteer to mow their lawn. If that is something you would be willing to offer your services to, do the same thing. Uh, contact me by email. I can get into you in contact with our uh, community uh, organized team in uh, Kearney here and uh, see if, if we can get you lined up with that. That'd be an awesome way to love the one, okay? Um, so uh, there's always opportunities to be able to go out, reach out, make a difference and, and serve. So it's good 
good good opportunities out there, even in a time of uncertainty and and uh, all of those areas. I wanted to share with you um, uh, the time that uh, that we have left here from Philippians uh, chapter one, verses three through eleven. Uh, this is also something that we just shared with it, uh, Men's Forge. So this morning, so you're getting a little, uh, uh, little sneak peek of what we've been talking about in our men's uh, studies. So um, in in the book of Philippians, Paul is the Apostle Paul is the writer, and uh, we all know that uh, uh, through the book of Acts, Paul went as a missionary to preach the gospel. And as time went on, and he kept making more and more differences in people's life for the gospel. Uh, there are various religious leaders and um, political leaders that said, you know, this uh, he, he, there's a spreading of his influence uh, throughout uh, many countries, and they needed to try to stop what he was doing. And so the best way that they knew what to do to stop him was to put him in prison, to put him in quarantine, so to speak, <laughs> with a, a soldier. And so um, they did. And the only way that they thought they could stop this was to keep Paul at a distance from people so that the gospel wouldn't uh, continue to spray, uh, spread. Well, this wasn't in Paul's plan, was it? I mean, he was ready to go. He was ready to uh, make a a difference, and now all of a sudden, everything's been brought to a halt. And Paul's determined focus and divine purpose is what we find in Philippians here. And uh, he is now in prison. He's not knowing what is going to happen with him. He doesn't know what the future looks like going forward. But uh, but he does know, and he reminds himself of what's important in the midst of him pinning this letter to the people in Philippi. Now, I want you to look at what Paul did in the pause time. We're kind of in a pause time, are we not? It's kind of like this time out that all of a sudden everything's been kind of slowed down, stripped down, and we're just waiting to kind of get back to whatever we can do to create a new normal in our life and get back to doing what we once were doing. But this is the time out time. And so I, I want you to look at, so if you turn to Philippians, um, or you could just listen as I share this, but Philippians chapter 1. So it's it's after Mark, Matthew, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, Ephesians, Philippians, okay? Chapter 1, and, and Paul is writing this letter to the people in Philippi while he's in prison in Rome, Okay. And uh, verse three, he says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Verse seven. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. And whether I'm in chains or defending or confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. 
God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. Verse 9, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. I want to take just a few moments and talk about what Paul was doing in this moment while he's in prison. He He's not under self-quarantine. He's being forced to be removed from people because he was making such a powerful impact and, and, and the spread of the gospel was going rampant and they wanted to slow that down. So kind of like the virus, they wanted to slow that down. And so they thought, you know, what we'll do is we'll just, we can really discourage Paul, put him in prison, and that would slow him down, okay? And so here he is. And, you know, the first thing that we see that Paul does is that while he is in prison, he refo- he refocuses about relationships. That's what I'd love for you all to think about. Refocus about your relationships. Notice what he says in verse 3. I thank my God every time I remember you. He's grateful for those that have been in his life. He's grateful for those that he has built a relationship with. And he says, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership, because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Okay. And so he's grateful for the journey that he's had with them. He's grateful for the journey with those from the past all the way up to now. And so here's here's my here's my challenge to you. Um, a few weeks ago, I decided to think. I, I decided to myself, it's kind of like, you know, I have all these contacts on my phone, all these contacts on my phone, and um, and I have names with those contacts, and, and I look at all those contacts and I think, you know, if they were important enough to put their name and their phone number in my phone because I felt like I would want to reach back out to them. Why don't I take some time to reach out to them now? And so every day, what I have done, I've taken the challenge because I love to be in contact with people. It's the way God's wired me. Um, I take some time. I take about 30 to 45 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour, but I take some time. And during this time, I go through and I start making phone calls. And I just say to them this, hey, this Brian, I was just thinking of you. And I just wanted you to know that you've been thought of today. And you were important enough to be put in my contact list. So I believe you're important enough for me to reach out to check to see how you're doing. And so we have this great conversation, all right? And so we're, I just go through that. This last Sunday uh, afternoon, after I watched church services and we had lunch, Sunday afternoon I was sitting there and I just started going through my contact list and I looked for all my relatives that I have on, on my contact list. Some I've never even called, but I have their phone number. And so I just took the afternoon 
took me about an hour and I take about three to five minute phone conversation. Some were a little longer because they just wanted to dialogue a little bit more, but it was so awesome to be able to say, Hey, I want, you to know, I remember you. I want, you to know, I'm thinking about you. And you know, the cool thing was at the, at the end, I would say to them, Hey, do you mind if I would share one verse with you? And do you mind if I would pray with you? And that's, that, that was awesome because there's some of my relatives that don't want to have anything to do with that, but they, they were willing to allow me to, to share uh, a verse with them and to pray over them. And so that leads up to the second point of what happens in Paul's, Paul's letter here. He remembers, number one, he refocuses about his relationships. How do you love those that you're already in contact with? Maybe it's your kids at home and maybe maybe it's your parents that are gone and maybe uh, live in another part. Maybe it's your relatives. Maybe it's a friend that you haven't talked to for years, but their contact is in the in your phone. Take take the initiative. Reach out just like Paul did. If Paul would have had a cell phone in prison, he would have texted the people in Philippi. He would have called them. Okay, but he wrote a letter instead and he shared uh, how much they meant to him. We need to do that in a day when there's so much uncertainty to encourage one another that way as well. Okay, second part is verse six and eight. He says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It's right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, whether I am in chains or whether I am in COVID-19 social distancing, whatever it is, confirming the gospel that we all share together. So I would encourage you to take some time when you call to share the confidence that, you know what, I believe God's doing something here. I believe that God's been doing something in my life. And I always make sure before I start making these calls that I have a verse or two that I would just short verses that I would be able to just say, hey, can I can I share a verse to speak over you in your home, in your family? And uh, I would use like Psalm 41 through three, if you want to write that down, Psalm 41 through three. I've used Lamentations 3, 22 to 24. God's mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Uh, Isaiah 41.10, do not fear, for God is with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Um, I will protect you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then I would just pray that verse over them and just say it was good talking uh, to you. So I would encourage you to think about ways to reach out. Refocus about your relationships. Re remind everyone and yourself that God has a purpose in all this. And that may mean that you're just reaching out and engaging with uh, with this, okay? And then the last part, it's realigning what you value in your heart. If there's, if there's no better time than this time to realign what you value in your heart. Look what he says at the end of, of that uh, this part, this section of verses here. He says in verse 9, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more 
in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So what he does here, he says, you know what, I want to I align my heart and I want to pray that all of our hearts will be aligned and that, that our love for God, our love for Christ would abound more and more. That we would not be so consumed about the uncertainty of the coronavirus and uncertainty of, of what the you know our government officials are going to decide to do and what it's all going to look like. But this is a time that we can reevaluate what is it that I really love and, and really grow deeper in our love for Christ. Realign what you really love. Get, get our heart realigned to what really matters. It is that Jesus loves you. God loves you. God has a purpose and a plan for you. God has a purpose and a plan for you right now in what you're going through and what you're facing. God is at work. And it doesn't feel like it, doesn't look like it. But I'm telling you, throughout the scripture, before something big happened, there was always this moment where all of a sudden God was doing something that didn't make sense. And then all of a sudden he shows himself. And so what we do in this moment right now is very important. Remind yourself of what you know about God. Notice what he says here, that we may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. That we'll be able to see God in deeper and richer ways. Why is that important? When we can draw ourselves into knowing and seeking and getting our heart aligned with God in this time, what happens? What does he say? He says, so that you may be able to discern what is best. Hey, aren't we all at a point right now needing to discern what is really best? We've got a president that, that has the weight of the world, this country on his shoulders, trying to discern what is best. Man, we ought to just pray for him, that he would fall more and more in love with God, that he could draw in his heart in alignment with God so that God can guide him into knowing what is best, to discern what is best. For us to be able to discern what is best with what I'm doing in this time of social distancing, in this time where everything's kind of been shut down and stripped down, what is best? Okay, what is best? That comes as we grow deeper and deeper in love with God, and God reveals that to us. And then he says, why else? That we may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. That what we, have, what we do in this time may be a time that we purify ourselves, that maybe we need to take care of some things that we've been out of alignment with God with and get ourselves in a, in a right alignment with him in spirit, in truth, in our mind, and in our heart. And then the very last thing that he says here, and we'll close out with this, that you be filled with the fruit of righteousness. That is so awesome. To the glory of Jesus, that we be filled with the fruit of righteousness. That as you root yourself into the love of God, the fruit of what you do would be done in righteousness. Well, so 
here we are. We are in this start about four weeks ago, four or five weeks ago. All of a sudden, everything shut down. And we're waiting for the reopening. It's almost like, like, like Easter. The cross, when Jesus died on the cross, was like devastating. It was shocking. It was, I can't believe this is happening. And 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 then Saturday was like, what in the world's going on and what's gonna look like in the future? And then Sunday was the resurrection. Was the resurrection. And so we are in the Saturday moment right now. We don't know what it's going to look like, but I believe God has some powerful things that he's going to show himself. It's coming. We're going to get through this to the other side, and we're going to see what God is doing of a great work in us while we prepare right now for what we need to do to realign our hearts, to refocus our minds on our relationships, and to engage and encourage one another. Okay, so I want to pray for you all. I know some of you are carrying um, grief in your hearts through loss, and uh, some of you are going through uh, health issues, all of that. So I just want to pray real quick, and then I'll, I'll let you go. Father, thank you. Thank you for Paul's letter. Thank you that he was in quarantine, so to speak, and um, yet he kept his focus in the right place. He, he thought about his, his relationships, intentional, relational in, in what he was going to do. And he reminded himself of, of the beauty of the connections of all that he had and being able to reach out and be able to send a letter to say, I'm thinking of you. For us, God, we've got it so easy. We can make a phone call, a text, just to be able to say anybody in our contact list, hey, I'm thinking of you. I hope you're doing okay. That is the movement of the Spirit of God moves in a powerful way that way. I pray for those that are struggling with health issues and going through treatment and, and uh, going through chemotherapy, all that. Lord, it's so hard even to go through that, but then you have this, this daunting darkness of, of what's going across our country, and it just weighs on a person's emotions and spirits. I pray that you will comfort them, protect them, provide for them. And Lord God, I just pray for those that have, are going through a loss of a loved one and grieving process right now. Lord, it's hard enough to go through that, but then to not be around others is even makes it even harder. So God, may you be in a very special way, caring and loving on those with loss of loved ones. Be with our government officials, guide them. May they grow more and more in dependence on you so that they can make the decision and discern what is best of what you have in store. God bless everyone that signed on here. Give us direction. Give us a focus. Realign our hearts to fall more in love with you each day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, God bless. Thank you for uh, signing on and just know that uh, we're here for you. Feel free to send an email of any prayer needs or anything, or if you need help with anything, we'd love to be able to help you. God bless you and have a great and godly day.